Tito, when I tell you Stitcher, what do you think of? I think of uh, those shitty shoes that nobody wants to buy. <laughs> what do you think of, Todd? I was thinking of my grandma actually knitting up a fucking sweater. I don't know why. Is that called stitching? Uh, I don't think. I think that's called crocheting. Hmm. At any rate, um, you know how we all love to download podcasts and listen to that instead of regular radio because regular radio is just not up to par anymore? But who wants to download stuff anymore? Like, well, seriously, well, exactly. it takes two minutes and I just got no time for that. You don't have the two minutes? I don't have two minutes Too anymore. Too busy in the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, Stitcher offers uh, streaming radio. And uh, amongst streaming radio, um, essentially what happens is if, if you want to pay your roaming charges... <laughs> and extra for data usage on the uh, on your phone, then Stitcher is a great solution to that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Stitcher is actually really awesome because it's like having radio, but you don't have to da- you don't have to download the 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 stuff onto your phone or your device, right? YMM Podcast is now available on Stitcher. As Tito said, Stitcher is a free. That's very. Very critical information. It's a very 100% free yeah, mobile Stitcher, app. Stitcher's the good guy in this. It's your cell phone provider that's charging you <laughs> a shit ton of money. Stitcher is a free mobile app. allows you to uh, find, search favorite podcasts. YMM Podcast is now one of them. And uh, there's no downloading, no syncing, no wires, no cables. Basically, once, you, <laughs> once we load up a new episode. No wires, no cables? No one likes wires or cables anymore. Everything's wireless. Okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> So right. uh, download the mobile app. We're going to post a link on uh, on our sites. Post the uh, uh, buttons, stuff that you can click on to, to get to it. Yeah, the website will be updated to represent our, our allegiance to Stitcher. YMM Podcast, Stitcher.com, free mobile app. Do it. Make us money, kind of. <laughs> wait, wait. We're not getting money for this. No, not Okay, at all. we'll do it anyway. Because <laughs> it's 100% free. Awesome. Stitcher.com. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. April 8th, 2011, 10.25 p.m. It's time to babble the fuck on. Live from the John Lovitz Comedy Club at CityWalk, Universal Studios, Hollywood, it's Hollywood Babylon with your hosts, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. one comes from uh, Tito and Dodds- Todsky. Yes. There we are. 
These boys came all the way, Kevin, from Alberta, Canada. Yes. How about that? Yes. Fort McMurray, four hours north of Edmonton. That is technically Alaska, isn't it, sir? Yes. yes. Long-time listeners, first-time seers. They have their own podcast. What's the podcast called? YMMpodcast.com is their site, so if you want to check them out, you can check those guys out. Hear what our neighbors to the north are doing. They're also checking out Red State at the Wiltern tomorrow night. Uh, No need for impressions, even though Edwin is the best. Well, God bless you, sir. By the way, Kevin, there's a P.S. just for you. I'm the drunk buffoon that met you backstage in Orlando, I remember, man. Thanks for the photo, and sorry for rambling on. Just be thankful I didn't throw up on you, because the cleaning lady back at the hotel wasn't so lucky. (laughs) What you didn't see in the podcast, what you missed by not being here, was those two dudes shaking hands. (laughs) Dude, vomit! Yes, it was awesome. Remember when we fucking puked? What's that all about? That was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMM Podcast. I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. Um, why would you say YMM? <laughs> could, could you reiterate why why we're the YMM Podcast? Well, what does YMM stand for again? Just for, for our Just listeners for that forgot what it stands for. YMM stands for the airport code for Fort McMurray. Okay, and where, oddly, where right now? Oddly enough, uh, we are broadcasting to you from the YEG airport. Now, for those of you that don't know what YEG stands for, that's actually the Edmonton airport. <laughs> um, why are we in the Edmonton airport there, Todd? It's a long, long story. We're right now currently on hour 26 of traveling from L.A. to Fort McMurray. Yes. It's been a very, very long time. Very... Very eventful. So this asshole <laughs> says, let's go to Los Angeles. And I was up for it because um, we'll, we'll talk about a little in – it's one of our later segments. But, um, yeah, keep going. Screw it. Okay. Um, essentially, uh, the inspiration for this podcast um, in terms of doing it uh, is uh, Kevin Smith and his uh, Smodcast Network. And essentially, uh, we decided we were going to show our support in the sense that um, they he was screening – his new movie that hasn't been released widely yet in, in Los Angeles. And we decided we're going to go see Red State, which is the movie's name. And we're also going to uh, go check in Hollywood Babylon and Jane Silent Bob. Some of his podcasts. He films his podcasts yeah, yeah. live. And- so we, we did. And it was a good trip. And we'll, t- I'll, I'll, we'll get into the, the details of that trip in a little bit. But essentially, um, uh, uh, Todd was able to get us to fly on standby. Now, the beauty of standby <laughs> is they're free flights. The, the shitty thing about standby is if the flight is full... Todd, we get bumped. Yeah, and so, what happened yesterday at around eleven? So we were scheduled to come back, fly LA back into Calgary. Flight left at one thirty. Mm-hmm. In my defense, when I checked the flight loads, there was still some empty seats left. How so, many seats were that? Those Todd? We don't want to mix numbers. <laughs> Bottom line is there was empty seats available. By the time we get to the airport, though, I guess some people wanted to come back to uh, Calgary, so of course they paid full fare for the. Seats. Bottom line, me and Tito end up getting bumped. Yes. So and then I can see his blood pressure and panic level just increase by the minutes. <laughs> so no. So it, it was really interesting the, the thought process of what happened afterwards because essentially um, there was a flight that would have taken us back in time. Uh, back in time. <laughs> Get into the DeLorean. There's a DeLorean parked just in the in the airport. Um, no, um, it would have taken us back at an appropriate time. But it was a bit more expensive, and um, and the unfortunate thing is, like, we would have had to fly to Alaska, 
and then fly south back to Edmonton or Calgary. Which I would have done if it was going to be half decent prices, weren't they? Like no, they, it was like no, no, no. Those were like nine hundred. Oh. Um, which was still pretty expensive. And then, um, one flight was going to Calgary uh, that day, and and it was executive class, and it was fifteen hundred yeah. each. We're not going to name the flights, but they just no, love we, to we, fly we, the Canadian airs, right? Yeah, it, it was it was uh, a little crazy. So, uh, luckily, what ended up happening is while I was complaining and fuming, uh, Todd got on the phone with with um, uh, what was her name? Very lovely lady named Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. Uh, Lauren was more than helpful, and she was able to uh, basically figure out a way to get us build our routing together yeah, for yeah. us. Now, mind you, that specifically build- for us. So I'm going to call this route that we're doing now the the TNT route. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's anyway. a very milk run, long overlays. Holy crap! So we're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're over 24 hours uh, in travel right now. Uh, um, but anyway, we got a few hours of sleep, and then uh, we flew out to uh, from Vancouver to Edmonton uh, this morning. We were going to actually record last night. Yeah. What happened? But, well, I'd much rather go and, and drink some uh, drink some beers with some local friends and and hang out a little bit. Like I had, like no, it was sort of cool. Uh, it was it was. And good. besides, what were we going to do for seven hours in Edmonton Airport? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, in Cal- in uh, Vancouver Airport, right? I meant here. Like, well, yeah, like it was so weird though. That flight last night, it was like a bunch of kids. There's definitely some kind of like it, was like a school it wasn't trip even or like the the hot high school kids either. It was like literally it was middle school kids, literally like under like elementary. It was like that was middle dance, school. There was middle dance school team, wasn't there something? I don't. What a dance team? I don't know. Like I just seen like the logos on their shirts was like the tiger with the palm fronds and stuff. I did not see any of what you saw. <laughs> Maybe I was asleep for the flight and just thought about it. I have no idea. <laughs> it's like high school musical. <laughs> um, That's what I pictured. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, so now we're in the Edmonton International and we're waiting for our next flight, which is at what time? Six o'clock, Fort McMurray. Okay, six o'clock, we fly out of Fort McMurray. So, so if the sound sounds a little off uh, today, it's just because there's PAs and people walking around. and uh, We're literally filming in an air filming. We're literally filming, recording, recording in an airport. Like we're sitting here in chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so there's that. Anyway, while we were gone, apparently... People were so outraged that we were out of Fort Murray that they went down to the bottle depot <laughs> and set a fire. Todd, the, bums, you, the bums were pissed. They, what, just, they really what do we know about this so far, Todd? So what, we're trying to – basically how we got tipped off with some friends were posting it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it looked like a pretty – I don't know what you call it, like a five-alarm blaze, three-alarm blaze. It looked like a very I thought that was like fire. the rule. Oh, th- that's an actual rule? I thought it was like for chili. It's like three alarm chili. It's like, or it's like. So what do you do? You go to fire. It's like that. That's a five alarm fire. I'm guessing what it's it is. pretty spicy. There's some jalapenos <laughs> yeah. in that. Building. We need to get that turned down, stat. Yeah. So I'm we guess, get us some ranch. I'm guessing what it is is like a five alarm fire. Like from what I've been told, like it's how people, like how a department responds. Like five alarm fire. Shouldn't they just trucks? respond to everything as yeah. five alarms? It's when like, you get into big, complicated, it's, you can tell it's American. <laughs> you get into those complicated cities, yeah. then they're going to change the process. But Fair enough. Very big blaze is what we gathered, mm-hmm. right? So did a little bit of research. We looked it up. Uh, the Fort McBride today ran a story with some details. RCMP is investigating that it's arson. So oh, wow. Did set it, but the good, so it's Firebug. Yeah. The well, Batman villain? The ba- <laughs> there's, a new, there's a new Batman villain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a Firefly. Well, Thanks, Firefly. Anyway, go on. We need a RoboCop stat, right? Yeah, exactly. He's not fireproof, Todd. <laughs> you can't, bullets can't penetrate him. Yeah, but fire, fire can. can. It can burn him alive. <laughs> anyway, go on. What kind of shitty armor is that? It blocks bullets and not fire. 
Anyway, so you're saying so they're, um, they're investigating arson now. Investigating arson. Um, I didn't get any more details uh, well, on the I, article, I, but I apparently one, it wasn't the actual. F- no, uh, it looks like it was a bunch of cardboard and pallets. Like you've been yeah. down to the Bottle Depot, right? yeah, yeah. You know, like on the one side you got those multi-million dollar condos. <laughs> yeah. yeah <I> <laughs> that, at first, I thought it was them that burned down. I was like, wow, holy shit. Yeah. Then you got the piece of shit Bottle Depot, and then you got like. Right where the road is, it's like where all the trailers are, all like the pallets, all the cardboard, like the the cardboard stuff for all like the beer boxes and shit, right? Right, right. And apparently, it's those beer boxes and pallets that someone lit up. Wow. So actually, there was very little, from what I gather, very little damage to the building itself, and no damage. But the inside pictures the looked pretty intense. Like they a, did. Like a they did. They looked five wicked. alarm jalapeno fire. <laughs> at the local bottle depot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Um, well, I was just thinking because while we were in LA and we were reading this, I was like, shit. We don't have a bottle depot then if the place burnt down, right? Yeah, and that sucks because that's like uh, we do have homeless people in Fort Murray, and that's a source of revenue for them, right? Because I know like – oh, it's so crazy. Like this is how lazy um, me and my brother are. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously. We, we'll like we'll, – we'll store our bottles over the winter, mm. and because we don't – like we will store them for recycling because we're good in that respect. We're like, yeah, let's do our part for the environment. Yeah, let's get drunk and, and feed the environment bottles. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> so we – we uh, we collect them over the year, and then at the end of the year, you know how you're supposed to go to the bottle depot, sort them, yeah. and, and go through the process, and whatever. we're like, oh, that sounds like a lot of hard work for it money is, that man. we like, don't I've want. It is, man. I've been at the bottle depot two hours. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, though, we used to make a lot, because like, uh, uh, like, we'd make like, well, when you're a kid, right? Like, we made $80, and it was just like, holy yes. shit, $80. Yeah. Um, uh, Let's go to the movie. And I guess it's a testament to like Fort Marine as a whole, but like $80 now, we're just like, eh. <laughs> Not worth it. Yeah, and so um, what we do is we go to the bottle depot, and, and there's like a group of homeless people that actually they chill just outside the bottle depot, mm-hmm. and they'll take your bottles. And so we're like, yeah, take our bottles, man. Like if you, if you guys – if if you guys want want the bottles, right? And I'm like, we hope we use them. They're Come good. to my house. Here's the address. No, no, no. Well, we just we just like free bottles. Who wants them? And then they just like they bum fight each other. <laughs> we like to record like, them. Last man standing gets the bottles. Gets the bottles. No, eighty bucks, folks. Big prize. No, no, exactly. Who wants these bottles? <laughs> Two hobos enter. One, one hobo leaves. No, um, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, exactly. And it's like people of the just walk up. Uh, could you guys please not do that? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> the bottle depot is very anti-violence. Yeah, um, it's kind of inhumane and prickish. <laughs> no. Um, so what ha- what happens is, so the the yeah, we we just give them to whoever's there, and they grab them and they they turn them in, and hopefully they use it for food. I really doubt it, but yeah. Um, so yeah, and so what happens to this source of revenue for these people? Um, where do I get rid of my bottles this year? Well, <laughs> well, apparently the bottle depot was still standing, and we're getting another one actually in that new uh, industrial zone area by like diversified in the old tempo station. And apparently yeah. at this bottle depot, they sort your bottles for you. Whoa! So screw that old one, man. I'm heading to the new one because I just want to drop. How off lazy and get are money. we, Fort McMurray? Eh? <laughs> well, apparently, like you go to like these smaller towns. Like I remember when I was in Lac La Biche. Yeah, they sort your bottles for you. What's it like in Edmonton? Do they sort the your garbage man you? can? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brutal, though, man. Okay, so there's where's this this new bottle depot supposed to be opening? Like you know that new industrial park that's going right by uh, Diversified. Diversified in Gregoire? No, Diversified like uh, oh the 60, downtown one, sixty three north. Like, okay, right after Confet. You know where the Suncor Business Center is on the left when you're going north. Okay, on the right there's going to be a big industrialized area, which oddly enough is being advertised as like. The eco-friendly industrialized area. Okay. 
I'm trying to figure. I, I did read an article once about what it was, what exactly entailed it entailed. When I hear eco eco friendly industrial area, I think shanty town. But anyway, go on. Like a shanty town, like yeah, like like you know, like it's like this wall was made out of bottles. Can you tell? And it's like literally bottles glued together <laughs> to make a wall. It's like no, I can't. <laughs> Apparently it's going in there, so and it's right. going to have a full staff to sort your bottles for you. Okay, that's now, cool. When that's open, all in white suits and the gloves, and just do a little dance. Could you dance for my kid? <laughs> Actual badges. <laughs> I hate my job. Ditch the let us out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oompa Loompa. So okay. we're going to see if we can find some more information on the Bottle Depot. By the sounds of it. We'll from the article I read, the story, it, there's yeah. no damage done to the actual structure, like a bit of blistering on the outside. So that's always a plus because, man, my bottles are building up for the winter. So Yeah, likewise. Yeah, if if you're anything like me, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of bottles. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, well, let's talk about L.A. Let, let, let's, okay, let's go you, you, you just want to get into it? Okay. <laughs> I just want to jump right into it. Okay, so those of you for for people – oh, actually, you know what? Let, no, no, let's jump back for a little second uh, – for a second – Oh, no, no, we don't have to jump back. You can cut this part out. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, L.A. Um, so, yeah, no, how um, how did you enjoy the trip, Todd? The trip, I thought, was excellent. Like, as you said earlier, the whole point we went down was we wanted to check out the premiere of Fred State, which I'm going to give – we're going to give a little review We'll put a link after. on the Facebook page to, for, for the Red for Red State. Oh, oh, yeah, we'll link the trailer, and we're going to do a little review on this podcast because literally I'd like – like I think people from McMurray will take this picture. It's an excellent, excellent. Well, movie. especially like independent uh, movie makers uh, mm-hmm. out of Fort McMurray, right? Because like the thing is, like, um, it, you know, um, the director Kevin Smith. Uh, if you guys aren't aware, um, there are two characters that are kind of like infamous characters in, in cinema, in recent cinema, in the last fifteen years, uh, called Jay and Silent Bob. If you guys know who they are or have heard of them, you know Kevin they're, Smith. They're, yeah, that's that's all associated to Kevin Smith's work. And um, uh, uh, Jay and Silent Bob are actually. Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Uh, Kevin Smith. Is, Kevin Smith is Bob, which is the bigger fella with the trench coat, and Jason Mewes is his friend, who is the tall, skinny guy. Um, and he's known for his kind of like uh, I don't know, uh, for lack of a better word, like '90s uh, grunge culture comedy, yeah. right? Like, well, very much like weed and just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Weed's definitely a big part of it, right? Like Generation Xer type stuff, yeah. right? And um, so that was the whole point of the trip was that we wanted to go like he, he filmed the new movie. We'll go on to explain more about the movie a little bit later on. But he filmed the new movie and he was taking it on a specific tour only through the U.S. Though he wasn't stopping. Well, in the, and the reason is, and this this is where it goes like there, everyone say everyone. Uh, there's a lot of saying that the, like you know it's like oh he he's doing something that has is unheard of in that he's doing it himself. He's not going through a studio to distribute the movie, but it's not really unheard of. It's like uh, the independent scene has been trying to do this. For a year, yeah. he has been doing this for years. Yeah. The difference with Kevin Smith is, though, he has a name brand. He's already he's famous. Got followers. He's got numbers. yeah, he's got fo- followers, so it makes it easier for him. And and you know what? To, to his credit, he acknowledges that. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, he basically like he's very cool about it during the Q and A, basically saying that um, anyone can do this. And the thing is, like, it's just gonna you just have to try harder and find those people that'll help you do it, right? Yeah. So. Um, no, it was really cool because uh, the the price of the ticket was a bit more pricey, but it was totally worth it because he talked on and QAs, on afterwards. Yeah, you yeah. got to ask him questions about the movie or about anything he's doing, right? And uh, so the whole point of the trip was we wanted to go down and check out that premiere, which mm-hmm. was a Saturday night. So we went down the Friday. Of course, he does live podcasts, as we already stated, and uh, we got to check out a couple of his live podcasts. Mm-hmm. It was very good. I thought our trip was excellent. Um just to bring it back a bit, like actually after the last podcast is when I went to Orlando mm-hmm. and uh, check out some more Kevin Smith stuff. I think it was not 
obvious by now Kevin Smith is a big influence of mine, and I can pretty pretty to say he's a big yeah, influence no, no, he's, of he's, Tito's he's as well. Really, he's an inspiring filmmaker in the sense that he's he's very humble about what he does, but he's really good at what he does in the respect that like he makes he makes his movies his own in the sense that it's just like he's not just churning them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, but back in Orlando, like I was there, I went just by myself. I was supposed to go with a friend of mine, but she backed out. Went by myself, and I was watching. They did two once again through two live podcasts. Right. Uh, and <laughs> I'll tell the story like I've told everyone else. I got there a little bit early, and the place was actually dead. So mm-hmm. I found a nice seat by the bar, and of course, there's this gorgeous, gorgeous bartender. And Totsky just starts laying down the charm big time, right? The Totsky charm? <laughs> the Totsky charm. Let me tell you something the about the Totsky charm. infamous Totsky charm. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. So, of course, she's flirting back. And the Bring more out she- your wife. <laughs> well, the more she's... Crickets. <laughs> Hold on, we'll get to Totsky that after. Charm. We'll get to that after. <laughs> He's probably thinking, fuck, a pervert, man. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm at the bar. And, uh, uh, of course, I'm flirting, she's flirting, of course, the more she's flirting, I'm just, she just wants money. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just giving You're it You're flirting, her. she's talking. <laughs> <laughs> and she's pouring me the stiffest, stiffest drinks, and I'm just getting more and more drunk. So, I remember the first show very clearly, it was awesome seeing a live podcast, it just, was just flabbergasting, I was in love with it. So, by the time the second show came around, I was just fucking wasted. Yeah. Just gooned. All right, we'll, we'll talk about Tito getting wasted in a little bit. Well, later, hold on, anyway, we're, this is, we're going to tie this yeah. all in. And as you guys seen, hopefully you've seen on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash Podcast, you'll see that I actually got to meet Kevin Smith. The reason why they came about, while well, I was in Orlando, the reason why that came about is at the end of the show, they do a, a bit called, uh, like, Jason uh, Mewes and Kevin Smith do a bit called Let Us Fuck. We'll talk about that. So during the sh- like, basically all he does is pick people from the audience. They come and they do like fake sexual positions. Total humor aspect, right? I'm like 20 rows back. I'm wearing the classic Totsky hat. Okay, wait, 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 wait. pause for a second. Okay, this guy. Just picture this. Okay, there is this this bigger guy with a Canadian accent, no less. And, do we and, have accents? Uh, I don't think we had accents. I think we do. I think we do. Really? I think Americans say, I mean, we'll, we'll get into... Is it like a sexy accent, though? Like, is it I doubt like, it. No? Or is it like a hick sounded... Take off your panties, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I don't think we sound like that. But but what I'm getting at is we st- we have accents compared to Americans. Like, I mean, there's a lot lost in translation. We'll get into that in a bit. I, I don't know we have a lot to talk about. But essentially, okay, let's picture Todd. He's wasted, barely coherent. So we're talking about like when he's blinking, one eye blinks at once, at one time, and then the other one blinks after. And he's wearing a hat with his name on it. So it's like, it's like if you saw this guy in a shopping mall, you're like, oh, his caretaker lost him, and it's like, we need to bring him back to his family. Yeah, exactly. He's got his name on his hat, so he doesn't get lost. Well, I'm 20 rows back, or maybe like even 50 rows. I'm far away from the stage, right? Yeah. So he, the uh, Jason Mewes, had, so why made you think he addressed hold, you? Hold on, during this. <laughs> I'm tanked, right? And he and he's like, "Hey, who wants to come stage and do the, the Let Us Fuck game?" And immediately I jump up. I'm like, "May, my name's Todd." <laughs> <laughs> so then, of course, he looks my way. I fi- I think, and he's like, "All right, you, the guy with the hat." And in my mind, I'm the only one in, uh, wearing a hat for miles and miles right? <laughs> from 50 rows back. <laughs> So I go run into the stage, and they let me go up, but by the, or let me go up to the side of the stage. But when I get to the side of the stage, there's another guy in a hat already on stage, getting ready to do the bit. So they're like, "Okay, hey, you're gonna go next." So I was like, "All right, cool. I get to go on stage." Meanwhile, I can't stand properly, and all I'm thinking of in my head that I remember is, "Try to hide that you're so drunk because they might not let you on stage." So in my head, I'm like 
stand up perfectly still, but probably in reality, I'm like just waving and wobbling, right? Spitting, drooling <laughs> the whole nine yards. So <laughs> my <the> name's Todd. <laughs> the guy does the bit on stage and he goes rather long. So before they can get me out there, they stop the show. Yeah. So, oh, well, didn't get to go on stage, but I held back and got to meet. Uh, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes yeah. when they came off stage. Uh, Jason Mewes just took off. He just yeah. shook my hand. He's like, hey, how's it going, man? And left. What a dick. No, but <laughs> Kevin Smith actually, because he's such a, a friendly guy, like I said, he's such a uh, very bunch of people person, he wanted to stay and he's talk. He's probably like, I'm going to fuck with this guy. He wanted to stay and talk to me. Right? <laughs> like, he looks wasted. I'm going to see how far I can take this. I, I, I don't remember much. I remember shaking his hand. I remember a lot when you called me. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. We'll get to that after. We should play it after. <laughs> we'll look it up. Uh, uh, I remember shaking his hand. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? What's going on? So I remember trying to explain that he was an inspiration, that I did a podcast because I yeah, wanted yeah. to get my voice out there. And like, like his famous quote is, if you have something to say, then say it. Yeah, right? yeah. This is what I'm thinking in my head. Like, to me, I'm probably talking them all prim and proper, but I, what actually is coming out is... <laughs> I wanted to get a picture with him. I remember trying to get... He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. And I remember accessing, like, the picture app on my phone, and I keep hitting the pit, like the camera button, which yeah, yeah. is taking pictures, but me, it's trying to activate the app. So it's like, click, click, click. I'm like... And I remember kept saying, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm really, really drunk. And he's like, it's okay, man. It's okay. Get a picture with him. I'm trying to explain the podcast. Like, uh, uh, Kevin Smith is familiar with Alberta. He's a really big Edmonton Oilers fan. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to say, yeah, we're four hours north of Alberta. I said, the podcast is about for McBurn. And uh, what I was trying to get out was uh, we're really under like a lot of environmental pressure due to our oil sands. Yeah, yeah. But all I remember is kept saying environment like 10 times. Environment, 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 environment. podcast. My name's Todd. <laughs> So he really must have thought I was a fucking jackass, right? And then I remember stumbling. I, I just, I think I just ended up leaving. <laughs> okay, so fa- that was on a Saturday. That was on a Wednesday night oh, okay, in okay. Orlando. Fast forward one week later, <laughs> we uh, guess whose turn is it now? Yeah, we end up going to um, that night after we check out the Independent Film Festival. On a side note, I was going to say that the Independent Film Festival. What I thought was really cool about it was. It was very much like Metro Digital Shorts that's held in uh, Edmonton uh, on a monthly basis, uh, except this was kind of like a comedy shorts. I think it was like a year thing, but the 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 productions were higher, like in terms of production value of of the short of the shorts were higher um, from from locals, right? Like the AFI had really good produced uh, the, the the there was this short by this this British group um, uh, English group and that had Hugh Grant's older brother. Yeah. Hugh Grant has an older Jeff brother. Jeff Probst made uh, a cameo in one of the shorts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And but like the the story ideas and everything were basically on par with like what we're doing up here too. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah, I mean uh, some of them are wittier, obviously, but like the thing is, um, it was just really interesting. I thought I thought it kind of like brought it down earth with the fact that you know it's like oh wow it's it's not that different than what a lot of people are trying to do up here in Canada. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so uh, anyway, we, after that we go to um, Jane and Bob get old, yeah. and and uh, uh, what's the other one called? Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood Babylon. Hollywood right? Babylon. Yeah. Um, and so we're, we go, and uh, here we go into the Lost in Translation thing about <laughs> accents. We we go into the the club, and and I, I you know we're asking for drinks, and we're getting buckets of beer, and and, and I'm like, um, may I please have a Caesar? Now, when I say a Caesar, what do you think that is? But uh, well, to me, I know what it is. It's no, no. Just, just answer the question. <laughs> fish and tomato juice with some fish fucking... and tomato juice. <laughs> well, is it not clamato? Put is on your hat. Cl- clams not a fish. It's fish, tomato juice, uh, hot sauce, some salt. To me, it's the most disgusting drink on the face oh, of the planet. Whatever, you're wrong. <laughs> anyway, it's an awesome drink. So but keep I'm... in mind. Remember when you asked for it? She said okay. No, she didn't. She came back. 
What? She came back. No, she didn't. Remember, I was like, she, uh, I was like, can I have a Caesar? And she's like, cool. Would you like chicken with it? And I'm like, oh right, chicken. <laughs> and I'm like, no, not a Caesar salad, a Caesar a drink. And she's like, I forgot about oh, that. okay. And then she wrote it down and uh, she left. Yeah. And she comes back and she's like, <laughs> Do you want what's chicken? the Caesar? And I'm like, are you? It's it's clamato juice. And she's like, what's clamato? And I'm like. Yeah. You know, um, we're sitting at a table with other Americans yeah, and they're yeah, like, like Clamato. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, they're looking at us like, we're like, the fuck is wrong with these yeah, people? Who are these freaks? And, yeah, it's guy's like, got his hat with his name on it. They're asking for Clamato. Exactly. <laughs> and um, so uh, I was explaining the ingredients, right? I'm like, or tomato juice. She's like, oh, you want a Bloody Mary? And I'm like, oh, is that what it's called here? I'm like, sure, I'll have a Bloody Mary. And then she takes off and she comes back after and she's like, we're out of tomato juice. <laughs> God damn it. So, and this was, this is what leads to what happens. Um, And, and I'm like, okay, fine. Well, just give me what. Todd's having. And what were you drinking that night, Todd? I was drinking the same drink that I had in Orlando, which is double vodka with cranberry juice. Okay, double vodka. And for those of you that know me, I'm a lightweight. Like, I'm not <laughs> I'm not a big drinker. So I have that drink, and I'm like, wow, this is really alcoholic. Anyway, we're going into the night, and, and sure enough, they're, they're doing their show, and, and they go into Let Us Fuck Again, right? Except this time, <laughs> what happens is uh, I didn't. We weren't going to go on stage at all. I wasn't planning on going on stage when I was sober. And um, so uh, uh, the, the game's starting. I can tell Tito's like I- I'm. I'm buzzed, but I'm not hammered because obviously no hot chick is. I'm flirting with no hot chick, right? I'm I wasn't drinking with anyone. No, I, like, that's why I wasn't drinking <laughs> okay, right? yeah. or wasn't getting completely trash. But Tito's drinking the same drinks I do, and obviously I'm a very much bigger size than him, so I can handle alcohol, I guess. Yeah, more than I can. But. Uh, I can tell Tito's getting more and more drunk as the show's progressing because you start shouting shit. Like, yeah. You, you got very and I've vocal got a loud voice, the, oh, too. And we're, we're sitting front row. Yeah, I know. Like, like it's us, stage, They're them. probably like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, he starts cupping his hands, starts yelling, and I'm like, okay, Tito's getting drunk. Like, let's <laughs> He's going to get kicked Let's out. just make it to Hollywood Babylon. You start taking pictures with the Flash, but they told us not to yeah. do. Yeah, I know. They came sobbing for that. I'm like, I'm having a good time. What? I thought this was America. I thought this was America. <laughs> this is what we're allowed to do, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, so then, of course, they say, okay, it's game time. Who wants to? come up and let actually no they had already uh, pre-listed names. they had a couple of people yeah. and then there was one girl that came up she was the last uh, last of the list in a yeah. sense and they did a, a position that the position they were going to do because again their their fake position it was going to call it was going to be called the admiral akbar's it's a trap it's a trap yeah and and um and so like they're trying to figure out and they did i forget what they did i was too drunk to remember. it was horrible like literally like buddy like Muse just bent her over and was just like doggy style. And yeah, because the they didn't like, get the reference again. What? And and they're like, oh, does anyone know what it is? And I'm in front row and I'm like, she has a dick. Yeah. Tito starts shouting stuff again. Yeah, and they're like, like okay, we can hear the guy. Here. Yeah, and they're like, okay, well, maybe they're like, well, you come up here and do it. And like, literally, the stairs are on the left, and I'm right on the stage, and I fucking ninja just jump right, right off jump the on the stage. stage. Yeah, he did. And and those, well, let me take it from here. Okay, go ahead. So Tito gets so, like. He starts yelling this stuff out. Kevin Smith's like, hey, you know what you're talking about. Get up here. So Tito does the old ninja roll up on stage after some coaxing <laughs> by Totsky. Well, as soon as he's in my head, it's just like, flip. <laughs> in reality, it's just like, flop. Because <laughs> he, as soon as, in my defense, or in my supporting role, I guess I should say, when he said, you, get up on stage, all you did was put your arms in the air. And I was just like, Tito, go, 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 which I'm sure you were going to do anyway. Yeah. Ninja roll. Meanwhile, like Kevin Smith is standing up by the table. Uh, Jason Muse and the chick are just standing there, right? Kevin Smith has a mic. Jason Muse's mic is cradled in the holder on the table. Tito gets up on stage, pretty much pushes Jason Muse out of the way, grabs the mic, and just takes it, and he's like, all right, everyone, this is what I'm going to do. And in the loudest voice possible, it just rang through the John Lovitz comedy club, right? So as soon as Tito said that, Kevin Smith was like, give me that. 
grabs the mic from Tito and plays it down. He's like, you're not getting that again tonight or something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and so he had me and, uh, and, uh, Jason Mews, um, uh, go go off to the side, and so uh, I, you know, I, Jason's like, okay, so what do you want to do? And I was like, okay, um, what we're gonna do is uh, you're gonna pretend to fuck me, and when you go for the reach around, uh, you're gonna find out I have a cock, and then I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, it sounded logical when I was saying it, and <laughs> it's something so simple. <laughs> and then we did it, and like went all out, man, like like slapping his ass and everything. The best part about all this, folks, is that Kevin Smith records this. As it goes on, so so it, there will be video of this, and also it'll be on the podcast as well of of uh, Jay and Silent. So we'll probably get a soundbite of something. Soundbite. We're gonna have video. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> funny part was Tito does it. He gets his porn because uh, that's the awards they give him. They give him porn oh, and yeah, his shirt. Oh yeah. As soon as he gets the porn, Tito starts doing this jig with the porn thing. Well, it's hilarious. So, what's so and, funny is just the fact that I'm so shy on stage when I have to present a movie, and this is totally a one. Maybe I need to just get wasted at Metro. Absolutely. Next Metro round <laughs> five, which is when? May something? Uh, May, the, May the second of submission. I think it's May, May the 15th. ninth. Yeah, something like May that. The 9th. And well, I, we got to do something for it, man. Seriously. Anyway. So Tito gets off the stage with his gifts, and we're getting ready for the second show, Hollywood Babylon. And Tito's, we start laughing, of course. I'm like, yeah, that was totally awesome, right? And Tito's just like, man, I smacked his ass really hard. I did, like really fucking hard. Uh, and so that that was our um, our Friday night. <laughs> so, um, oh no! Oh, Hollywood Babylon also mentioned us, so that was yeah. Cool. Uh, Hollywood Babylon is a show with Ralph Garman and uh, Kevin Smith, and uh, they just talk about Hollywood news. Right, really funny show. Uh, and uh, they actually, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman did a promo, sort of, for the YMN podcast. Hopefully, you're going to hear <laughs> it before this episode, or hopefully, you'll hear it soon. Well, once it's uh, online, once right? it's online, we'll be able to post it with the show. Yeah. Um, okay. So that 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 rounded off our Friday. Yep. Oh, actually, we went to Big Boys that night, and uh, at Big Boys, someone <laughs> recognized me from the show. That at Big weird. Boys, everyone's like, hey, look, it's Tito. We went to Red State Saturday night. A couple <laughs> people that were in the Red State Theater were like, hey, look, it's Tito. Good job, man. Dude, you were famous that, those yeah, two nights. For being an idiot. Um, uh, so That's that the night, best way to be famous. So we go to Big Boys, and we're at Big Boys. It was so awesome. This the, our waiter just comes up and without even like not even asking us for anything he's like alright so tequila shots all around we're like oh no we're not he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> it's 2 in the morning he's like you guys want tequila I know a place where the tequila flows <laughs> like waves crashing on the beach and we're just like literally just love killed the conversation we're just like uh where where where, where is this mystical land <laughs> pretty much man holy shit <laughs> Let's talk about Red State a little bit because okay, I do you really, want to do a non-spoiler review of it? Yeah, like I really want to. Like I'm going to see if I can get a, a review article in the paper, mm-hmm. and also I'm going to try really hard to see if I can get or we can get him to bring the movie up here because when it gets released, he's definitely not going to go it's, for a it's, shitty. It's not going to come. It's not going to format. It'll probably be Edmonton. We could try. We'll probably get Edmonton though. But what do you think, Red State? Obviously, Kevin I think, Smith uh, is a very Tyler, gimmick director. Tyler really, uh, really put it the best. Where the fact is. It's a real shame that he's he's retiring after his next movie because this mm. is this is possibly his best work both on a technical and a writing level, right? Yeah. Um, my first impression was like literally it starts like very indie, right? Like it's very it it, it's shot it's basic shot in a manner just like, like the way we do movies. Yeah. The font, the text font is very basic. The story seemed a little basic to begin with too, but um, the beauty of it is like he really puts you through those motions. Like he knows what you're thinking. He knows his audience, right? Yeah. 
And, and, and like the thing is, he knows what you're thinking and he takes you through those motions so well. And the ending is so good because of it, right? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, what I would say is like, it, maybe certain scenes run on a little bit too long, but overall, it's his best movie, I think. So. Like, it, one thing I found, because uh, he very, as he's hyping up this movie, he very much said the whole way through, like before we even watched it, that this was not a Kevin Smith movie. So I kind of knew that going in, right? Like, mm-hmm. I knew that I wasn't going to be expecting, like, snooch to the nooch, right? Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting those kind of movies. Positive part to that is I didn't know what to expect. What is this exactly, right? Yeah. He kept advertising it as a horror film. Is it a horror film? Like, it, we were trying to try to get around that. It's the best way to classify that. it, though. But what he... A thriller. I, I think that's Well, like, the same through. way The Devil's Rejects is a horror movie. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, super, like supernatural, monster scary. It's just a yeah. messed up movie. Like, as like as we progress through Act 1 and as we progress through Act 2, he was mind-blowing me the whole way through. Like, just progressively the move, like you said, it kind of started now, off a little fair, bit. to be fair, to try to put an unbiased opinion, like, everyone in that theater was pre-programmed to like that movie. Yes. Like, there wasn't anyone well, no one's going to pay like, 60 bucks to go, this shit, sucks. give me my money back, yeah. right? No, but but even with that being said, like, the movie is actually really good. So, it, if anything, it's like, it blew away his fans. Yeah. And for people that were maybe trying, looking at it from an outsider looking in, yeah. it's still a very good movie with a, with, it, well, that's well-written, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it, like, like I said, all the way through Act 1, all the way through Act 2, and even in Act 3, like, it just kept getting better and better for me. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, how, what's he going to do? He's going to keep going, he's going to keep going. This is better better a lot better, of stuff that better. surprises you like because the thing is he's anticipating people to think this is going to be a kevin smith movie great ending. and he and he wrote and he wrote it in that aspect where he's just like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck with my fans a little on this right yeah so he's he really surprises it by really upping his game right yeah. so yeah no very impressed it was a very good movie like to me uh definitely like a solid four toskies out of five Four Tosky hats with a hat on. <laughs> Four Tosky hats out of five. Like it, it kept me interested. Like you know me. Like especially after that, like all day Saturday. Like my, I was really paranoid when we went to the premiere that I was gonna fall asleep. Like, yeah, because we were up all day. Well, we had we those energy drinks that night. made me pee like five times. Even then, like I can drink a Red Bull and just pass out. It's my biggest paranoia. I was like I really don't want to fall asleep during this. Like I didn't even have to fight it. I was my attention was kept. Granted, it's only a ninety minute movie, mm-hmm. but. Which and to me that's kind of on the bad side because like just as you're getting into it, it's like okay, we gotta wrap this up, right? But it, it it just kept like you said, it kept it tight, it kept it to the point. Excellent movie, like I said, solid four out of five for me. No, right, no, no. I, I would say like uh, in my opinion, I, yeah, I'd give it a four out of five. If yeah. it was out of four how many Caesars? How many Caesars? <laughs> how many Bloody Marys? <laughs> give uh, it four no, Caesars it, out of five. It was, it was good. Uh, I thought it was really good. It, it really surprised me, and like I mean. I reacted because like the the crowd really gets you going during the screen. It does. Right? Like when you're in a big theater, like in for like this premiere type setting. Yeah. Like, like soon as the uh, soon as John Good the John Goodman's in the film, soon as John Goodman hits the screen, everyone's cheering. Yeah, but again, he's like a that's, actor, but again, right? that's fan service. Like it's not like you go to see a regular movie. It's like John Goodman's in it. People don't cheer, right? No. But what I'm saying Which is, is why like, I like this type of setting movie. And, I love crowd yeah, reactions. Yeah, and, and, but as an aside, he's actually really good in the movie. Regardless, oh, he's right? So yeah. yeah. No, it was really well shot too. So yeah. that's it's got that going for it too. The people listen to this Fort McMurray. I think we I think we'd benefit from seeing this movie. Well, I'm going to try whatever I can do, humanly possible, to get a red state screening in Fort Mac. It's not going to happen. There's not enough. <laughs> there's not enough of of a population in the city to justify him bringing it up here. It's true. It cost him to Edmonton is probably the best the best we could do. Edmonton or Calgary. 
We'll see. We'd still try to we'd still try to push for it. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> this guy, this guy. Oh, we'll see. Don't worry. We'll make our flight. <laughs> um, another thing is before the screening, we we ch- we checked out the wax museum. Uh, that was creepy. <laughs> we got a lot of pictures. We'll pull, we'll post them on the page. We're trying to hit the streets to try to get some well, pump, yeah, common opinions. Yeah, first what happened was like we went we went uh, we were staying in a hotel that was really close to uh, the. Um, the Gro- Gros, Gros Chinese Theater, is that what it's called? Oh, uh, Grumman's Chinese Theater Grumman's, and yeah. Kodak Theater where they filmed yeah, the Oscars. Yeah, and, and, and it was really cool and everything. But um, here's the thing, like, uh, if anyone's seen the movie Confessions of a Superhero, like, like that shit's real. Like, there are so many of these people dressed up like uh, yeah. personalities. Right in front of the Chinese yeah. Theater, they dress and, up like characters. And literally, like, they took real offense to the fact that we were there, too, <laughs> trying yeah. to, like interview people. And they were just, like, really, like, I had the Hulk and Darth Vader... <laughs> pushing up on me <laughs> it's just like well we were also trying I'm to- like in other, any other circumstances this would be awesome but <laughs> tyler uh, had mentioned that um there's a there was a filmmaker a filmmaker or something in in los angeles that we, what he was going to try to do is get find batman and find the joker and pay, pay them, them to, to, fight, to each fight each other on hollywood boulevard yeah exactly so that would have been that would have been interesting well, the costumes are so cheap like they had a mickey mouse there but like the mickey mouse well, looked it, like he had aids but you just know, very just really pale, pale. Well, it's from the sunlight right but like you know what the, <laughs> too much sun for mickey well no, yeah um well the problem is though it's like these guys are literally homeless people with with costumes that's what they are. They yeah. dress up in costumes and they they solicit change, right? It's no different from a homeless person, right? So. Yeah. We were trying to get some opinions out there, but like, it's just total madness on Hollywood Boulevard. Like you said, you had the Hulk uh, run around on us. Michael Myers, the guy just was Michael Myers, literally just oh, that stood was there creepy. and not moved. Like by a, by we were out there for like an by hour. By a lamppost and he's just standing there and he'd like every so often walk up. Notice how his hand, like he had one hand with a knife, but he had one hand out for change though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Like I said, the opinions we got from LA were pretty much from your friends Tyler and John. Yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate we weren't able to get more opinions. Uh, but yeah, it's just really crazy. And it, it, like again, it's like you're not the only person trying to like talk to people out there, right? No, so. that's true. Maybe maybe we should dress up as characters and try to interview people next time. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> try, to, try to make money in the process. Yeah. So, um, uh, but I think that's enough of of LA for now. Um, it was a good trip. More, more than yeah, it was. A really well, actually, trip. let's bring this back a little bit. Uh, oh, Tyler oh, is local. We did have a chance to speak to Tyler about Fort McMurray issues. Tyler is from uh, Olds. Olds, Olds, Alberta. Yeah. yeah. So, like. We didn't get a chance to kind of hit the streets and try to see what people think, we, but we got a local's impression of Fort McMurray. And, like, one of the things that we were talking about, like, I was kind of surprised to learn that a city of, what's L.A., like, six million, nine million, around there somewhere, mm-hmm. what was the percentage that he gave that's actually involved in the film industry? Like, oh, close to totally well over half? Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, like, it, I was just shocked to learn, because we even asked him, we're like, so what's the kind of buzz, like, with, like, the oil sands or, like, Fort McMurray here? And like I said, California was a target for the Rethink Alberta campaign, yep. but literally no one down there cares. Get you preoccupied with other things. You think so? Piracy. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> True. But we learned that that's their own damn fault. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Right. Like, I mean, I mean, obviously it's all speculation, but the thing is, um, uh, it seems to me that, uh, yeah, Alberta's just not big enough on the grid for them. Like they've got their, like, first of all, like, for example, like uh, Formula has to worry about its own issues before it worries about everything else in the world. Right. Like for example, it's like, Oh, the Japanese earthquake that sucks. Right. Yeah. But also this whole thing with like the housing condos or whatever that uh, got condemned, that sucks even more. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think like Los Angeles is worrying about other things aside from that. And I'm sure on a global scale that it, it is on people's minds, but just not as much as you would think it would be. Well, like on a global scale, like as in like, 
like, what do you think? It's like a negative image. Like they're like, well, shit, we got to shut down those oil stands, right? Like, well, yeah. Like, keep sure in mind, is. like, like Canada's like Canada supplies the U.S. with its energy, oh, um, like thirty percent. Right? Uh, didn't uh, those guys think uh, think Alberta did, or what was it Think Free? Oh, ThinkFree.ca. Yeah, they they showed up again, didn't they? Word has it they put a banner down. I haven't seen pictures yet. I was trying to get somewhere while we were in L.A., but word has it they strung up a banner around Tim Hortons downtown. Oh, that was smart, actually. Like, That's a better location. <clears throat> yeah, really. I, but, like, really, like these must be the most passive <laughs> activists I've ever seen. Like You're totally calling them out. You <laughs> shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> well, well, what are they going to do? <laughs> Some random jackass on a podcast that no one listens to was calling me out on <laughs> Well, um, on that note, you were talking, going to talk about Twitter and uh, some random jackass with a, with with a with a name that's random. So anyway, you want to go into that? <laughs> well, are we gonna, are we going to stop with the think free like that quickly or what? Well, yeah, let's let's transition to think free. Tell me what you think, free. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just think like they're the most like like talk about Twitter. or You want to talk about think free still? Well, it's it's all it's all the same. Or, or do you want to go into think free more? Well, no, I just like. We talked about this in the original episode. Like like I said, I really consider them the most passive activists, but are they really? Okay, well, like, they're, they're hanging up banners, and that's it. Well, let's update it. Okay, so we got Think Free put a banner on the overhead bridge, right? Yeah, on King Which Street. Which we, we explained, yeah, on King yeah. Street. X Street, and uh, then uh, they put uh, another sign just outside of the Tim Hortons. Now, the and Tim they Hortons. put another one on Thickwood Boulevard. Uh, okay, so now they're, mm. they're trying to target the areas of town. Yeah. Now, just to draw the picture, um, Fort Murray is essentially broken up into three huge segments. There's the Gregoire area, mm. which is just... Um, the south end of town, uh, which is uh, just outside of the, va- the valley area. So um, then you go down the hill, and then there's the downtown core, right? That's yeah. where that Tim Hortons is. So uh, there's another Tim Hortons in Thickwood as well, too. But anyway, then you go into the Thickwood Timberley area, which is um, outside of the valley again on the north side yeah. of town, right? That's right, yeah. <clears throat> then if you continue north, you get into the sites. So um, I guess they're, they're tr- they've targeted all the three major segments. Now, it, does that mean they've targeted all of Fort Marie? No, it doesn't. No. But but it does mean that they're kind of they're they're trying to make people aware of something, and I still don't know what it is. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing. I don't think no one knows what it is. But it's like, what was it? Labor what they're something? doing is working, is it not? What? What they're doing is working. And what we're talking about, it. like, well, we're talking about it. <laughs> well, we're to- we're talking about it. I've went to the website. I think people have like just out of sheer curiosity, right? Yeah. Now, when you get to the website, the message they're displaying is just like, meh. Who cares? Well, it's a shitty website. Remember when? Yeah, it's horrible, man. Remember with the kids? Need some videos, some YouTube on there. (laughs) (laughs) These are flash. Oh, on on a side note, I found this really fucking awesome video last week of. um, Oh, I thought you were gonna mention the dude stubbed dog. Oh, I didn't. I didn't find it. (laughs) I didn't. I didn't find it. Um, a friend of ours uh, named Jesse. Oh, name dropped. Um, found this video on the internet, and what it is, it's on YouTube. If you guys look for it, it. it's um, uh, it's long. It's ten minutes. It's yeah. Uh. What it is, it's um, a video produced in the 60s by Sunco Energy. Now, those unaware of what Sunco is, uh, on, on, the, on, eastern board, on the eastern side of Canada, they'll know what Sunco is because Sunco has gas stations. But Sunco is actually Suncor yeah. here in the, uh, in the Alberta segment, uh, in Alberta. And um, Suncor, it was like the original video of like explaining the sounds And it explains a lot of the history of the city, including um, how Highway 63 was built because of World War II and and uh, ammunitions, uh, uh, a way to get ammunition and artillery right to the to the Americans and tra- uh, you know up and down. So yeah, it's really interesting. Well, 
it's funny how you mentioned the whole World War Two thing. Like I was explaining to you before, like for those people that know Mokwa Lake, it's the it's the provincial park on top of Stony Mountain. Mm-hmm. We used to go there all the time in high school for for partying and stuff, right? They got it actually shut down now, where you can't even get into the campground anymore. So they they took it out completely. Huh? But the lake itself is a really nice lake. But there's always been that rumor, like there's like that there's military old World War Two stuff, like in the bottom of that lake. Like, yeah, people are saying tanks stuff like that. I don't know if it's that that bad, but I really want to see if I can do some uh, do some digging and see well, if there's it, actually if stuff you, down there. It, what, what we'll do is, uh, if you if you want, you can put the soundbite of the uh, of of that video at the end of this podcast or something if people yeah. want to listen to it. But it's really interesting. I thought if people want to know the history of the city itself, like yeah. why would anyone go all the way up here? Mm. Who was Peter Pond? <laughs> Is there a the guy who at the bottom of Mokwa? It's <laughs> the guy that built them all from scratch. Yeah, exactly, he built them all from scratch for the people. He's like, this town is boring. Let's build them all. So what That's I added to did. our what I added to our list is now we got to get scuba diving equipment and uh, dive Mako Lake. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, sure you are, Todd. Okay. Anyway, um, okay. So we've um, oh right, okay. Extra normal. There's been a string of these. Fort McMurray dating yeah, well, scene fail for, vids lately. Here, like just first and first, total viral. Let, let's before we go into our opinion on this. Let's let's draw a picture. Extra Normal is a website that's actually run by Microsoft. It's uh, part of the Bing network, and what it is, it's they they have little animated uh, segments, and with like mouth moving, it's kind of like South Parkish, but see three D. And what they do is, um, um, they offer you. You can type in text. And those little animated guys will say what you used to do, and you cut it together, and it makes a short movie, which is, you know, it's it's like a, a nice, a nice trivial thing to, you know, oh ha ha, lol, that's funny, right? Um, so what's happened is someone's taken it upon themselves to essentially, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but they're taking it upon themselves to essentially create shorts uh, called uh, based on the featuring a character named Steve or something that works at site, and like that's the catchphrase. <laughs> it's like my name is Steve, I work at site. So, I work oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, and um, the shorts are supposed to be like. Um, uh, making fun of like uh, the typical uh, male male uh, worker at uh, in Fort Murray and their their um, their views and expressions towards women. So the so what happens is like my my first comment is fucking lazy. <laughs> like if you're gonna do if you're gonna do something that's gonna make fun of the city, go all out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this thing free stuff. <laughs> that's right. Don't just put a banner with some marker. You gotta you gotta put some flash, like some sparklies or something. Yeah, exactly. And no, no, no. <laughs> some well, color. Like, no, it, and but the thing is, like, I commend them because it's a smart idea. Because it's it's costing them nothing to do, or them, or her, or whoever it is, nothing to do. And they're and they're basically they're selling shirts on it. Uh, I saw that on their they, they had a link to a website that's selling shirts. Really? Yeah, yeah. And they're really like buy a shirt. <laughs> Well, that's the whole thing. Like, but the thing is, like, this guy, this is costing them nothing, and it's like really cheapest thing to do. And you can tell because now there's tons of them, right? Um, although, interestingly enough, I thought there was the best one out of all of them was the one that actually not only made fun of the guy but made fun of the girl because that that's what kind of bothered me about the shorts. I'm like, I don't mind. Well, uh, do you want to cut in? We like... will. We will. Um, um, I don't mind that they're kind of making fun of, of like the, the stereotypes really, of yeah. men in Fort Murray. I mean, that that is funny, and it, and it's true to an extent. But what bothered me was like the girls, like the victim in it. Like and that's the thing; time. it was always from the female point of view. Like it's always just like the girls sitting there and the guy going, "I work out at sites. I work out yeah. at sites. Come with me, can I make lots yeah, of money?" Yeah, the girls like you're a creep. Oh yeah, because the girls always the problem. <laughs> well, I did air quotes there for people that can't see. <laughs> well, no, the, the guy's the problem is what you were you were saying, right? Well, no, I'm like, oh, is that what I said? Well, that's what you meant, I think. Anyway, oh. dude, we've been traveling 24 hours, yeah. man. <laughs> and what I was gonna get at is like. Um, 
the reason that guys are like this in Fort Murray is because there's basically a bad behavior is something that is in, it basically it, it gets adopted through encouragement. So like yeah. you learn bad habits because they're you're you're encouraged to do them, right? And so essentially this this uh, th- these people are, are they're, they 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 act this way because they're perpetuated by the people that allow them to act this way. And so what I'm getting at is like there are women in Fort Murray that are just the same, just the opposite eyed, where they're like gold diggers and whatnot and it's and it's true and i'm saying not everyone and i'm not saying to the full extent but i'm saying if you're gonna make fun of one of of, of the guys make fun of the girls too because mm. it's a two two-way street there right yeah. so like and, and that's and, and then i saw that one and i thought that was funny how like the guy was like he's like i work at site she's like oh there's an application that you have to fill out he's like how much do you make a year and all this stuff. <laughs> the best one she was like so in order for me to successfully cheat on my husband you need to score 80 percent or more on yeah. this application yeah it's funny and and the, the the guy's bit was really fun too. Where it's just like, where, where, what is it? What does it say? What does he say? He says something. It's like, um, uh, oh, I forget. It's like something. Oh, I'm I'm on short change, and let's go to Edmonton and do blow. I'm yeah. on short change. Let's really go to Edmonton. Funny. Yeah. Um. Although I will say this. Um. Those. Uh, they've also launched kind of like. The, some people have made shorts that are like it, but they're. They're they're not getting the humor in the sense of the stereotype. There there's actually ones out there that are racist. And what they're done is they've taken that idea and they've taken it a step further where they're like they're making fun of uh, people from the Maritimes that have immigrated to to Fort Murray. It's like oh, they're, you know, it shows remember it shows yeah. two new yeah. people talking, yeah. and 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 it made them look ignorant and stupid. And like and then it's just like okay, now that's not funny. That's just that's just being racist now, right? So or just flat out mean. Well, yeah, it is yeah. right because like there's one thing about doing uh, something of a stereotype in terms of like how people act around the thing, yeah. and like that's you know it's like it's parody, right? But then it's just like then some they start oh yeah this is exactly how newbies are. It's like well no, <laughs> it's just like there are people from other parts of Canada that act exactly the same way, yeah. right? So no, that's true. Yeah, so just like, just uh, the thing with these videos. So like like I said, I already said like it's always it seems to be always from the mostly from the typical woman point of view, and secondly yeah. like they're funny. Like I get the humor in it, like. That they're over the top, but yeah. honestly, do people really talk like that, McMurray? No, probably. No, they don't. <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, it's all seated to some sort of truth, right? So, like, there's people. Well, like, come on, there's a reason there's, why there's, there's people have. There's like, truth to someone maybe like that says, "Yeah, I get a high-paying job," right? Yeah. But if if I ever hear an asshole going, "I drive a truck on site," dude, what? Like, you haven't heard that before. Someone bragging about it? No, I've heard driving a haul truck is the shittiest job around, man. I know. But it's easy money for a lot of people. Well, it's easy money. So yeah. is fucking. So is pimping. Is easy money. I get. Well, yeah, no, pimping you know, exactly. ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess pimping ain't easy. Yeah, you're right about that. But but, but no, like, like I've never actually heard of someone like I've sit there and bragged to you. Like like they'll say I work with Syncrude or Suncor or like, whatever they, they before saying but I, I drive like I a said, truck. I said, I'm, but here's the thing. Got a huge ass. You're, you're not understanding. Like this, the shorts are an exaggeration, right? Yes, oh, by the way, that rumbling you guys are hearing is like a plane taking off. <laughs> Oh yeah. In case you guys are getting, you just forgot we're in an airport. It's the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, so what I was gonna say is um, the rapture. No, no, but you're right. It's 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 totally a, a an exaggeration, right? Yeah. Which I'm not saying there's people exactly like well, that. Well, no, I know. But they're all of that is drawn from 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 actual people that have said certain things that like that's an amalgamation of a group of 
people, right? Yeah. No, yeah. you're right. You're right. It's it's the humor designed, and it is. They're they're kind of funny. Yeah. I chuckled a few times. So what times, I would say is like, um, but what I would they say just got like, repetitive at the end. I'm like, fuck, it's the same well, yeah, one I mean, over and over it's, again. It's just a one a one. I work at sides. Yeah. I work at sides. Yeah, yeah. And it's and they're poorly produced. It's that that's that's my biggest. Well, <laughs> it's poorly produced. You go right to the quality, right? Exactly. What are these stick figures doing here? Yeah, and um, what I was gonna say is like, yeah, okay. It, um, if you guys check it out, check it out. But like, also realize the context of them, right? Like, I think there's like. In my opinion, and some people might not share it, it's like there's there's a there's a difference between making fun of of something or and making so, fun of someone, yes. right? So, oh yeah, just something. And this one's totally just like the vibe of Fort McMurray. And like I said, I get it. Yeah, it's just come on, no one brags about driving a haul truck, nor should they. <laughs> no, there's, there's people that do, man. Really? Yeah, of course there are. Fuck, man, I'm so out of the loop. No one brags to me about driving a haul truck. I haven't gotten solicited by hookers. I feel so out of the loop, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I gotta get out more. <laughs> okay, uh, what's next? Uh, Just yeah. some update from our last episode where well, the Penhorwood crisis. Pen- Penhorwood crisis week. What is this week number <laughs> five? Week five? No, it's not week number five. It was the first week of March. When when did we first mention it? We mentioned it in the last podcast. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, but that was two weeks into the crisis. Okay, week number five, baby. <laughs> Penhorn would cut a crisis, two thousand eleven. Penhorn crisis update. Yeah, we, we we need a budget. Um, uh, <laughs> so there's been some posts on the uh, penhorwood.ca site. Yeah, on the website, basically talking about a pet- petition as well as the. Furniture removal and uh, yeah, like, give, like, give me, give well, me some insight here. From what I'm reading, like I'm trying to figure out what the petition is. Like they want, I think it's what they want: government involvement, more government funding to be involved, to like, step up. Yeah, so I'm not signing that. Sorry, guys. Now, wait, wait, wait. For people that have just listened to this podcast first, before anything else, oh, there goes another plane. Um, <laughs> uh, basically, what happened with Penn Hardwood? Uh, just to reiter- reiterate, what happened last week. Um, essentially, uh, there was a series of seven condos yeah. that were deemed condemned in the, the heart of the downtown, uh, well, not the heart, but like the downtown, uh, Fort Murray core. And, um, it was found that it was due to shitty foundations. So, yeah. uh, essentially, uh, the victims, the people that live there are trying to figure out how they're going to get restitutions. Yeah. So, and they're stuffed because they only had like two 50 minute windows to get whatever they could. Out of their place. Like, a lot of the heavier stuff, like the furniture, pianos, apparently, from what I'm reading. I guess a lot of pianos in those Yeah, buildings. that was weird, eh? The example they gave, it's, like, heavier stuff, like, A-I-E, pianos. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, pianos, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> you and your damn piano. Yeah, exactly. So, like, a lot of the bigger stuff is still in the structure. So, like, a lot of the people, from what I understand, found short-term uh, solutions for, like, accommodations. Yeah. Keep in mind, they still got to pay off mortgages, which is... Terrible, terrible. I know that was something that you were stressing the last time. Absolutely, too. because like I said, imagining paying off a mortgage to a place you can't live. Yeah, like, yeah. You know one of my biggest pet peeves. My biggest pet peeve is buying something that doesn't work properly, yeah. i.e. like a computer or a yeah. <coughs> BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, saying? Yeah. Imagine spending money on a mortgage to a place you can't live. Like, fuck, that's that's unreal. Yeah, that, well, it's it's unjust. Yeah. But situ- situation <laughs> dictates what what can you do. So right? I guess there was a letter. If you guys go to pen penhorwood.ca, there's there's a basically especially for those people that are involved. I mean, why would they be listening to this podcast? <laughs> they're like they got other problems. They're like, where am I gonna where am I gonna sleep tonight? Oh look, the new YMM podcast. <laughs> Stop everything. We gotta yeah. listen to the new podcast. Um, but uh, for I mean, for those of you that are following the story, essentially uh, they're giving updates there. And I guess there was a, a letter that was uh, posted recently. Yeah, it was a letter sent out. Uh, uh, 
uh, included like a destru- the latest structural engineering report. Now, just based off this website, it seems like there's a lot of contradictory information flowing. Well, I wonder like who's, some people who's are saying they're condemned. This website, though, is it is it the actual residents? Oh yeah, it's it's just a simple it's a WordPress uh, website, right? Yeah, but like there's a lot of contradictory information. Like we're hearing at one point that the buildings are condemned, when in reality they're actually not. Uh, just like one day or one report on the Penn Horwood site says that uh, no one could ever enter the building again because it's so structurally unsound. Right. And there's another one that says yes, uh, with some repairs, people can enter the building to get uh, to get their items. Like like to me. It seems like a very confusing time for these residents, which I feel so bad over, right? Because when you just want answers and you're getting like answers like that contradict each other from so many different directions, like who do you believe? If there's, who do you uh, trust in this situation? Who, um, if there's any of our listeners that know any of the people that were involved in, in this I actually one, know a few. I would really like to hear their opinions. Uh, email email us on the Facebook page if you have access to the internet, please. Uh, and, <laughs> I don't think they're out on their ass that bad. Really. I know, I know, I know. They're, you know, yeah. you know. One of the beauty things of, of Fort Murray is, um, you know, they're like, oh, everyone's out for themselves here in Fort Murray, but that's not true. No, we're actually one a of the most giving a lot communities. Of, a lot of the people that are moving to Fort Murray, they're here because they have family here and they're helping them start yeah. start up here. So there's been a lot of, in terms of outside of the the municipal municipal government one there's been a lot of support but from the local community and their and people and their families right yeah. so you know good for you people <laughs> yeah. So yeah like i said the latest report on the penhorwood.ca like they're saying the, the the latest update from what i gather that i've seen from one of the reports is that uh, they're still undecided of what the the course of action is for right. furniture removal like they're saying that it won't be three months until they can develop a course of action even then if they if they're willing to repair it to some extent, so, so it's going to take a have year, to wait three months to figure out what they're deciding, and then even after that, they've got to wait an additional possible year, two years, because they've, they've recommended that they find housing for two years, yeah. just in case. Twenty-four months is what they're saying, yeah. and they're even talking about like if you need big furniture removals, like you got to get a crane. But like you said, but like stupid you said, Kevin's piano, like they yeah. got to dig this but out. They said that. like in terms of what what city, what would what action would the city take though? Like what wrecking the rest of the place or what, or trying to repair it? Demolish it. So, so but like, why is the city doing try this to... if the city didn't take the liability on though? What do you mean? Well, like the city already said, it's like, well, it's not our fault. Then why are they going? Why are they coming in? They're like, well, we're going to figure out what we're going to do with this. Well, I guess they still like. Bottom line is the city still has seven buildings. That what the hell are we going to do with those seven buildings? Right? Yeah, but I mean, like the fourth theater sitting there. It's been sitting there forever. That's true, man. Like when did they close that? That was closing like what the early two thousands. Yeah, wow. It? I I think it's haunted by the old man that used to run the place. <laughs> well, old like, man Jenkins. <laughs> well, the place like uh, place was old, but still it was a lot bigger seating than the than the yeah no, anything that's true. Of the landmark or Cinema Six or whatever the hell they're called now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's a shame, and uh, hopefully uh, we see more of an update. But we'll keep following it. We'll keep following it. Like I said, the biggest biggest thing I see right now is so many conflicting reports. Like I really feel bad for these guys. Uh, I got a couch. If anyone needs one, come bunk up with Totsky. <laughs> Don't bunk up with Totsky. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this website's really interesting because they're talking about the emergency evacuation. They've got a forum to discuss things, government contacts. Uh, so people, uh, the legal claim and uh, the Pench, uh, Pench Horwood. Because there is some can, litigation can, going can on end. with the city. I yeah, remember the city did release a big statement pretty much saying that they're uh, like, that's when they officially said they weren't condemned because mm-hmm. everyone was running stories that they were. But they also said in that statement that due to the pending uh, legal uh, issues, yeah. that they will not be releasing any more statements. So it's, it's a cover-up. 
That's <laughs> a cover-up. Digging too deep, Todd. Fanhorwood.ca, go check it out. Uh, I imagine those. I mentioned that form is uh, pretty active. Yeah, if people are involved, give us some updates, and maybe we can uh, we can help and get word out in terms of uh, what's going on there. And uh, for our massive listeners, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, you were talking about potential guests, right? Like, uh, well, yeah, I'm, may, uh, I'm, I'm always of... looking for people that want to join in on the conversation. If you want to come in and do a podcast with us, send us an email. Get a hold of us on Twitter. Yeah, um... and don't back out. <laughs> Kyle Pinch. <laughs> Just name drop. Um, cool. Uh, what other what other stuff? Well, it seemed to be an eventful couple of weeks there. Mac Island had its big grand opening celebration. Right. Okay. Lots so, of concerts, lots open, of activity. It's been open for a while already, though. Yeah, but you know how grand openings work. Like people do grand openings for like a year after they've been open, right? Like this, they didn't want I didn't the know that official <laughs> ceremonies, right? Like, was there like a ribbon cutting? Uh, there's ribbon cutting there. I don't know if there's ribbon cutting, it's but like, there's like dedication. Melissa Blake like has a bottle of champagne, like hits the side of the building, cracks up. <laughs> Chris, like, uh. Chris and D over budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's go back in the history on this. So, so how much more did this uh, facility cost than it was originally estimated? I believe it was fifty million. Fifty million over over budget, and it was two years overdue. Fifty million over budget. Yeah, I remember watching some like uh, don't quote me on the exact figures, but it was it was yeah. in the millions over budget, like substantially. Yeah, right. And I know it was two years overdue. And they, like, they I remember watching the, the inflation city, period, right? That's what they blame it on, right? Like I remember watching the city councils there sometimes on uh, on the local Shaw channel. Yeah. And I remember them talking about it, and they would come up to the city council and say, we need $20 million more for uh, the Mac Island uh, renovation, well, and they'd just be like, approved. For our listeners not aware, um, essentially, um, uh, the Mac Island is a sports facility that was built on um, the northern side of the downtown core. And um, uh, what it is, it's, it's got an Olympic-sized st- Olympic swimming pool and a water park. It's a really great facility. Um, it, especially yeah, like the, the, the renovation really is gorgeous now. Like, yeah. it, like It's one of the most largest indoor rec facilities in Western Canada, I do believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it, is, it is a beautiful facility, but and, man. And when I mentioned like the inflation, essentially um, between the period of 2006 to 2008, um, uh, you know, Fort Murray is a boom town in, in the in the deepest in the uh, I guess in the deepest the, sense of the word yeah, like yeah. and, and um, essentially uh, what uh, between 2006 and 2008 we had a huge surge in construction and uh, so what ended up happening was during that construction period uh, the the companies were were in such a need for tradespeople that they could pretty much name whatever price they wanted right so Stupid kids anyway yeah <laughs> yeah anyway, well no I hear like it it was pretty much every project built in that period, like plant sites, oil sites, like any yeah. kind of uh, projects that were going on in the city. Everyone went over budget, like, and everyone blamed it on inflation. Primary is labor force costs, right? And, right. Yeah. Exactly. I'm not saying they're wrong. And it was it poor planning, probably not, right? Like, obviously, when you start a project, you get halfway through it. Well, it's are not you like going to just cancel it? No, huge, you're going to the huge inflation of uh, you're going to fork yeah. out the cash to finish the job, right? And the Mac Island is beautiful. Well, they kind of have to though, because like they they really have very little choice in the respect that like it, it's a half finished structure, right? Yeah, just leave it. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's fine like that. Um, <laughs> but they had their grand opening celebration. We had some actually pretty big bands, like Our Lady Peace, kind of a staple of Canadian bands. Uh, not anymore. Like they used think? to be. Well, no. I guess, like now it's like, like Chad Kroger. Ugh. I haven't heard anything from Nickelback in a few fucking years, though, Thank man. Thank God like, for that. <laughs> I didn't mind them. Uh, but, like, okay, what's the most? What's the biggest act out of Canada right now? It's probably, like, something something uh, indie right now, like... Um, Neil Young. Just, Neil, Young. No, Neil just Young's rocking the church Bieber, again, man. man. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm talking talent. 
<laughs> some someone would argue that uh, and Neil Young, like Neil Young, is talented, but like Neil Young's like what the eighties, seventies? Yeah, but he just won like on the past Juno Awards. He won Artist of the Year. No, I'm I'm aware of that. Yeah. I'm just saying like I'm like what is the newest act out of? Oh, the newest. I thought you said the yeah. like the the greatest act, like like the current popular. You know who should have made more music? The chick that that did the song to the raccoons. Okay, Lisa Lohid. She she did the theme song to the raccoons. Um, if you guys have ever seen the video, it's awesome. It's such a slice of the '80s. Um, but so you want more music from this one-hit wonder from the '80s? She she should have done the raccoon themes at the opening of the Mac Island. Uh, like, <laughs> I also would have been like, "Run with us!" And be like, "Yeah!" <laughs> Just prep and hype. Swim up. with us in our well, epic side swimming pool. Suffice to say, Early Peace is still a pretty big band. Yeah, yeah, like where they were for the clumsy years. Maybe not. Well, that was 1997. That was over a decade ago. That's true. Well, they had some good stuff since then. Uh, not so much, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I was a huge fan of theirs. And, yeah. yeah. I didn't mind it. But that was the big act. They had 5440. And personally, my, fav- my favorite, Fred Penner. Who? I would have rocked out hard to some Fred Penner. I'm sorry, Red Banner? Fred Penner. Oh, Fred Penner, yes. Yeah. Fred, what did he sing? He's a children's song, isn't he? Isn't he like skinmarinky-dinky-dink? So, uh... No, Fred Penner had... Well, yeah. Uh, um, but anyway... Um, Fred, no, he's like Down Sharon by the Bay. Remember Down by yeah, the Bay where song. the watermelons grow? Maybe. No, wait. Maybe I'm thinking Raffi. <laughs> That's why I say. Maybe we have no clue who Fred Penner is. Yeah, we, we don't know anything about Canadian culture. Um, <laughs> I know Lisa Lohe's from Canada, though. <laughs> um, but it's one hit wonder that made one theme song. <laughs> it's a great fucking song. <laughs> um... Mac Allen had the big celebration. Our Lady Peace was the headlining band. Sounds like they did a pretty good show. I seen them once up here when they were in Thickwood Arena. And I was there. As, I was at that show. Fuck! I just remember the fire alarm going off, and it, you can tell it was just pissing I off. Remember, like, it was so crazy though, because like it was like so like they're doing the show, and and like you know I'm there, and there's like literally like just a ton of guys and and whatever, and the, the guys like he's singing Life, which is like a really mellow song. Yeah. People are mosh pitting, and I'm like, ah, oh, Fort McMurray, <laughs> come on! And like this guy's getting like it was so crazy. Dude, I've seen people mosh Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Well, Paul, yeah, and and like, I wouldn't just say it's Fort Mac. Guy bumped a guy bumps into me, and I'm like, "Whoa, dude, chill!" And he's like, "He's like, what are you gonna do about it?" And he like puffs out his chest, and I'm like, just started laughing. I'm like, "Okay, I know this is the wrong era, but that's totally the people that like, what are you gonna do about it? I'm the next fucking UFC champion. I'm gonna just yeah, MMA. I fucking hate MMA, man." <laughs> oh, phone call during the podcast. Good work. <laughs> well, it's not added to the sounds of the Edmonton International Airport. Oh, did you connect? No, I just turned it off. Okay. Um, so, oh, uh, Our Lady Peace, 5440. Okay. What did 5440 do? I forget. Uh, they do a bunch of radio stuff that when you hear, you're just like, oh, I heard that on the radio. Oh, I heard that on the radio. They're not bad. They're like, kind of like uh, Blue Rodeo. Similar. Yeah. Like country alternative. I remember when I was like, when I was a kid, I hated that music. <laughs> well, one of the things, one of the things that a lot of people talked about was they had Bob Harper. Apparently, he's one of the coaches off of Biggest Loser. Okay. So apparently he's like extremely gay, so I guess that. What this- does this have to do with fifty four forty? Oh, nothing. I'm just I'm still talking about the Mac Island. Okay, opening, okay. Opening week, right? Fifty four forty had this guy. They, <laughs> they had Bob Harper, their mascot. Yeah, yeah. And as they're singing, they're like, okay, so, dude, so he's, he's really gay. So what's the big deal about that? Apparently he led like a really big pep rally workout type thing. So uh, I just at Mac Island, like a, yeah, a lot of people were talking about it, right? Oh wow! Because like apparently he's supposed to be really, really good. I guess I don't know because usually once I heard exercise, <laughs> yes. exercise, I'm like, what? Is. <laughs> what is? This I don't exercise? understand. Like with jumping jacks, fitness. These are all words that I wasn't familiar. with. So they were with. honoring up, some right? guy at uh, at Mac Island. What was? Who was he? Uh, Mac. Well, before Mac Island was renovated, like it was 
like there was Mac, like it's called Mac Island, but the actual center mm-hmm. is called the CA Knight Center, right. CA Knight Rec Center. Okay. So from what I understand, it got its name back. Like they actually recognize CA Knight again. Like he was the one of the first mayors to form McMurray. Understand? I don't know. I actually tried to look up this guy, and it's like Chuck Knight, and it's like Chuck Knight was awesome. And apparently, it was like <laughs> that's all the website. He's a mayor of Fort Murray, and he was like, he came to Fort Murray, and he's like, you know what? There's a lot of fat people in Fort Murray. We gotta, we gotta be more active. So. I know he was a really big sports <laughs> enthusiast. He, like he, he's the one that really lifted uh, Mac Island like kind of off the ground, right? Like, in, like you wanted a rec center. You wanted like indoor place to, well, you know. How did that work out? Like, I mean, I'm assuming he's dead because they're honoring him. (laughs) (laughs) Got a waterfall named. Tide running. He's got a waterfall named after him. We really got to start doing more research. No, we don't. This is funner. It's it's funny, funner guessing. We know we know like the first twenty percent of a topic is just the rest. We have no idea. We know we we can make make it up though. Oh, let's do a Wikipedia page. I thought that's what we were doing. (laughs) No, we'll do a Wikipedia page. He was like the greatest sports runner in Fort McMurray history. He killed a bear. (laughs) Single-handedly killed a bear with his with his. uh, He challenged the bear to a race, (laughs) (laughs) and the Birchwood Trails. Oh, um, which is why they name it the the, the Bear um, Night. I wonder if any of our listeners uh, remember um, the Turkey Trot. I wonder if they still have that. It's it's. Turkey Trot is kind of like the um, you know Challenge Cup thing for like a school. The Terry Fox Run, right? It's kind of the same thing. Except they did in the Birchwood Trails. I used to, I, I ran that as a kid. Um, what's believe it, it or not, you're not gonna believe me, but I think I did too. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no, no, I believe it. It was awesome because like when I was a kid, I was running that, and like literally the one that won that year was like this six year old, and I kid you not, he was like running with his hands extended, like he was flying through the entire thing, and it was like a three kilometer run, and like this six year old kid is just cruising past everyone. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> he was flying, man. He was magical. Suffice to say. Uh, Mac Island celebrated. It was a pretty good celebration. It was a really good community spirit, from what I understand. I had to work, so I wasn't there, but I was following it on Twitter and the websites and people talking about it. Apparently, it went over really, really well, which it should. It's a beautiful facility. Very thankful for it. Yeah, I mean, for those, of, I mean, remember, like the first two podcasts, we were talking about how like um, there's nothing to do in Fort like, Murray, take, and and trying to prove the point that oh, there yeah. was. And there is. There I really take Kingston is. to the water park there all the time, right? And yeah, isn't he like it. what what class of swimmer is he? Uh, we're still trying to shoot for the, we're still trying to shoot for that sea turtle, man, but he's stuck in like otter or something. <laughs> I would think that an otter is a better swimmer than a turtle, know, no, but otters need air. <laughs> like, I don't know. Your kid's head in the, the water. Names are so Breathe. stupid, man. I have no idea. Children, I know we're still trying to go up in status. The, um, but it, it was, it sounded like it was a great celebration. Like I said, I wish I was there, but it was definitely a good proud when did uh, it spirit community moment. The weekend before last. Well, speaking speaking of celebrations, uh, we we plugged the SPCA in the last episode, mm. and apparently the gala is is still going to happen. I mean, our our shitty uh, promo didn't, didn't didn't dissuade people from going, but apparently there's still tickets left. Yeah, April sixteenth. Yeah, so go the to fur the fur ball, or as they call it, the fur ball gala. <laughs> yeah, the fur ball. We're 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 taking that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're the using fur that ball. Go to the on. fur ball. Go support the SPCA, and. Uh, Another thing I wanted to mention, now that we're talking about approval ratings and, and liberals in this uh, old election that we know nothing of, yes, yeah. there is the federal election is still, and things are actually heating up. In Fort McMurray, things are heating up. Explain like, how. Well, Twitter played a really big part, I think, in the in the Fort McMurray local election that happened last fall. Okay. Uh, I, I don't say a big part as in it altered the sway of election. Right. But it gives people a form for reactions, right? One of the 
are the are the candidates posting? Yes. Okay. They were the, a lot of the candidates were posting on Twitter for the for the local election, and this uh, in the federal one, uh, Brian Jean's on there now. He never had a Twitter before, and I believe he released a statement saying he didn't want a Twitter. But I think he's come to realize that how much of an influence well, social media is. The president right? of the United States has Twitter, right? That's true. The, that was a good clip that you showed there the other day. Which one? Where they're asking President Obama if he had a computer. He's like, uh, I am the President of the United States. I don't borrow a computer. <laughs> <laughs> so Brian Jean's on Twitter now. Uh, some of the uh, some of his uh, other candidates are, like I believe Karen Young is for the uh, Liberal Party. Mm-hmm. I know she was the primary uh, primary candidate that's that's facing uh, Brian Jean. And I can't remember. There is someone from the Green Party. There is someone from the NDP, but I'm not too sure their names off the top of my head. More research that we've never done. <laughs> it's like vote vote for for the the NDP guy and, or or this this girl. <laughs> but Green Party, NDP, Liberal, and Conservative uh, are all represented uh, for for the former Murray Athabasca region. And of course, during Twitter, things are starting to pick up already. A lot of name calling going on. I know uh, there's some people like that really are against Brian Jean and namely the Conservative Party and. From what I understand, that Brian Jean kind of fired back with a bit of a, a name call. Still trying to find the tweet, can't really find it. But one of the biggest problems that we had in our local election was fake Twitter accounts. People right. just developing a Twitter account, flooding, flooding, and, the and just opinions. like just targeting like like people with like insults and all that kind of stuff, right? Stuff that I do, but I attach my name to it, mm-hmm. right? And what bugs me is that they're too scared to put their own name. Well, here's here's the thing, though, uh, Todd. To present the the argument in the sense, it's I mean, it's Twitter, and and it's like it's not as if it's like an actual official forum. So people can do whatever they want. Like it's the internet. Granted, right? it's not it's not as if people are calling CNN right now, like with like fake opinions of the news, right? Because like that's more of a of a of an official forum. I know that probably should change because you know they do read Twitter and all that stuff on CNN now. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is just like. Big deal. I mean, the, I think like we were t- we we hit the nail on the head last week when we were talking about how like don't just listen to what people's opinions are about certain parties and whatnot. Go to their websites, do the research, see yourself. the platforms, see the actual That's platforms, right. see what actually speaks oh, I bl- to you. I believe uh, all the platforms have been unveiled. Uh, I know we were waiting for the Green Party, but I think they did it while we were in L.A. Yeah, yeah. I know the conservatives unveiled theirs as on our way to L.A. I was kind of watching the Harper thing on the news because they just gave them like an hour of, of block time to, for him to unveil it. Right. But I believe the, all the platforms are out. I encourage everyone to read it for themselves. Like, it, it really bugs me. And, and you'll see me if you follow me on Twitter that I'm really attacking this one guy in particular. is called Fort McTory. Yeah, because I know he was starting to he was starting to attack some people. More like Fort Mac Bory. Oh, <laughs> that was terrible. Anyway, go perfect on. time, dude. We're on what? We're on hour twenty nine. We're traveling. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> Almost there. Almost back home to glorious Fort McMurray. And to hit my bed. <laughs> anyway, but like it's like I said to me, if you're too scared to voice your opinion and put your own name behind it, you shouldn't say nothing at all. Because to me, you're just looking for a way to get dirty without getting the consequences. No, of it, right? no, it's not that. I it's, think it is. No, you know what it is? It's trolling. That's all it is. What's trolling? Trolling would be like uh, I would say I don't know. It, it, they um, they say. Oh, actually, I don't really know. <laughs> but but like essentially, trolling know, is like, like good no trolling is baiting. Essentially, what they do is they they present an extreme opinion about something, yeah. or or they and and the idea is to try to get people to argue. But that's what we do with this podcast. But you don't see us hiding behind two fake names. Well, Todd's Cantito does sound kind of fake to some people, <laughs> but you know, what I'm just saying, like we're not some. Uh, faceless figure no, 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 that but, no, where no, no one knows who they're but, arguing but trolling against. They know who we are. But here's the thing. Trolling doesn't actually have a side. They they, they might not actually uh, 
that might not actually be their opinion, right? The, the like, for example, like they're they, just trying to start a fight. They're, they're just trying to start a fight, right? And then when you get basically when when you start arguing with them, they stop talking about the topic and start attacking you personally. That's what a troll would do. Yeah, right. Okay, so, well, I understand. Well, like. Uh, I should have had some tweets ready to go for I mean, it's the internet. I mean, just, or like, I mean, I know it annoys you because, like, you're just like, you're all about Twitter, but I mean, whatever. Just uh, like, if people are smart, they won't listen to to someone uh, someone that's just like trying to antagonize. That's the thing, dude. But I think that I think there's a positive note here where the fact that there's such an, enough of an interest in, in the politics by the younger generation this time around. Yes. That um that we're having that happen, right? Yeah. So we're gonna put some links up on the Facebook site of where to go to get some more information about the federal election. It is May third. I do encourage everyone well, to vote. Well, they're doing pre-voting right now. Yeah, advanced voting. which yeah, yeah. I think I'm working on May third, so I'm probably gonna hit the probably gonna hit the pre-vote. Yeah, I the, probably will too. The uh, but yeah, like we said, we encourage everyone just to look at the platforms. Well, we're going to post some links. I know uh, uh, during our last podcast, they did someone did uh, post a link on our, I think it was my personal Facebook, but I'll throw it on the YMN podcast one. Like it kind of has a chart where it compares like the policies and like which, which policy yes, do you I believe saw in and it lines up with the current party. And we all know how Canada's voting system works. We don't vote for the prime minister. We vote for the party that we want in power. Yeah, so. yeah. So I mean, if if like, and that's the unfortunate thing, though, because like, it uh, is. what I'm seeing is that for uh, at least Alberta, uh, the Conservative Party tends to have, uh, or, or uh, that's who Stephen Harper's yeah. a member, right? The Conservative Party seems Used to be the reform. Seems to have the the best interest of Alberta in mind, but their leader is. His his personal politics, as well as some of the parties. Pol- I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of the Conservative Party. <laughs> we gotta go into who we who we're gonna vote for. Or what? Uh, no, I, I'm, I like I, I think I've said I'm not political. Mm. I'll probably see like the guy that doesn't look as evil as the rest. <laughs> I'm like I hope there's pictures. Total on Total comparison shot. Like, uh, like I miss the old Preston Manning days, the Reform Party, <laughs> which right. is what used to be Alberta used to be. Right. It'd be cool if they all did like wrestling little clippets. <laughs> That way, it's clear Total to the promos. working man. Yeah, like promos, just shirtless. I want Harper. Well, have you seen some of the ads they're running now? No, oh, like no. I know Jack Layton on NDP party is running some kind of funny ads, of like little stick figures, and Stephen Harper put uh, pushes business before people, and it's like, <laughs> like this business fat cat like going into the apartment building, like Stephen Harper looking around, the, like putting clothes on the thing, like just kind of like this private session with money bags and shit. It's oh, kind of funny. Yeah, it, it's gotten to that point, right? Mm-hmm. But like I said, I just really want people to go out and vote. Like you said, it you hit the nail on the head the last podcast. Where like literally, we have people fighting wars to have a right that we right now, that yeah. we already have and have had for many years, right? I know we're all sick of elections. Sick, sick of elections. This is our what our fourth in seven years. Like it's it mm-hmm. is starting to be horrible. But the more important reason is to stop that to make us stop doing votes every two years. Let's go out and vote, and hopefully we can get a majority government so we can stop doing this. And maybe get some fucking work done. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I guess that's that's one way to look May at it. May 3rd yeah. is the election, I believe. Yeah. yeah. We're probably giving the wrong date. Uh, no, no, it was because I, I kept thinking it was May 4th, but it's not. I did check. It is May 3rd because it's a Monday. All right. We just looked it up. It's actually a federal election is Monday, May 2nd. That would have been bad, eh? It's just like people show up on May 3rd. It's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we, were told, we were told by these two fat cats that it was uh Fat cats? <laughs> I don't know. I'm in the mood to say fat cats a lot. Monday, May 2nd, federal election. Uh, read up on the parties. Go out and vote. Get your voice heard. Don't sit there and say, well, it's not like my vote matters. Yes, it does. Vote does matter. Go out and get it done. Vote. And uh, everyone go out and vote. Check out the platforms. We'll post some links on the Facebook site, facebook.com slash YMAPodcast. And uh, 
yeah, let us know your guys' opinions. You don't have to tell you who we're voting for, but if you want, great, because i got no problem debating that with anyone. But it's always good just to let us know you are actually voting. Yep. And uh, Sounds good. I think that's it. YMMPodcast.com. Of course, it's all the site to listen to the episodes. We're on Stitcher now, iTunes, oh, Blackberry Podcast. Let's, let's, let's go through it. Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we have the webpage. We've got Stitcher. We've got iTunes. We've got uh, uh, Blackberry uh, Podcast. So. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, MyMcMurray.com. You'll see the thread. There's uh, some good debates going over there. So I'll plug it now. If you want to join in, just check it out. And uh, we're on Stitcher now, like you said. Uh, we love hearing emails. Keep them coming. Show at YMMPodcast.com. If you want to be a guest, let us know. If you want us to talk about a topic, let us know. Uh, we're getting a few of them. We didn't really have time to go into the emails uh, this week because we're stuck in Edmonton still. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go through them. We'll get there. Right on. All right. For YMM Podcast, I'm Totsky. I'm Tito. See you next set. Hell-A, hell-A, hell-A. YMM Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 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 yeah, mighty thirsty already.